Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. It's your host, Tim and Matt, and wow, we sound like a bloody radio station. But today is a special one. We have a, we've got such an epic, epic guest that's coming on today, and it's Kirsten from Hire a Bridesmaid. Look, Matt and I have been super, super keen to get Kirsten on just because she has such a wealth of knowledge and value that she offers all her clients and on her uh, and on her socials. So you've probably heard of her before or you've actually seen her. She's been around a fair bit on a couple of talk shows. She's been on TV a few times. She's been on uh, radio shows and talk shows. Um, and they, this just really goes to show, um, really, the, the business that she's running is just incredible in what she's doing at Hire a Bridesmaid in helping couples plan their wedding and amongst other things, which we're going to dive into. But we're super keen for this and uh, let's head on into it. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. All right, well, we are here today. We are so keen to have this conversation with the one and only, the Miss Hira Bridesmaid legend. And I'll tell you what, Tim, uh, we're going to get some absolute golden nuggets out of today's episode I because this lady is a boss. She, yeah, <laughs> if you have not heard of her, um, you probably would have. She is an absolute legend within the industry. We've tried to get uh, Kirsten on for a while, and it's Kirsten from Hire a Bridesmaid. How are you? Hello, your friends. I, just to be clear, I haven't paid you to say those nice things about uh, me, so thank you. The money just came into our account just then. <laughs> yes. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, it was magic. Oh, man, I'm so excited today because I feel like uh, since we started this podcast and I saw you, like I see you, you know, semi-regularly. And when I saw you last time, you're like, I don't even know if you said hi. You were just like, can I come on the podcast? <laughs> and it was the first thing you pretty much said to me. That's like how excited you were. And I was like, well, if you're at that level of excitement, we better get you on. And uh, it's not just because of your level of excitement, but you have some skills, you have some expertise in the industry and you've been around for a while. And um, look, I think me and Tim can both agree. You're absolutely killing it at the million things that you do inside a hire a bridesmaid as an overall business because uh yeah you've got a few uh a few different roles that you play um which we will be diving into today for sure uh which i'm super excited for but before we do that let's uh get comfortable because you know i know it's nerve-wracking being on a yeah, podcast and all we're, that we're gonna put so, you on the spot we'll put you on the spot <laughs> yeah 100 percent. we're Excellent. all there putting you on the spot so uh whenever we get a guest on we always try and like do a bit of a like quick fire goodness um and we ask some questions and we just you know like, I guess, try and suss out uh, a little bit more about you and what you do. Um, so it, this is the quick fire, okay? And like, I know me and you and probably Tim too aren't great at quick fire. So we're going to try it. Ready. All right. Perfect. So are you a, well, I guess most of the questions are like yes or no. Um, okay, okay. Yes so or no answers. Yeah. Coffee before five. Yes. After five. Perfect. Before five. Yes. Yes to yes both. Yes to both. Yeah. Before oh. and after five. <laughs> I asked the wrong I way. I'm dyslexic know. already. <laughs> all, right, all right. What about uh, start? alcohol uh, before 12? Oh, no, I'm not a big drinker. Fair, fair. Pineapple on pizza? Like yes, 100%. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that was quick. Right. I we're like gonna, that. We're going to cut like it off <laughs> so Tim's Tim, a no. <laughs> Tim's a no. I'm a yes. So, you know, let's okay. It's two against one. <laughs> What's your, if you were to buy an exotic pet, what would it be? It's so random. Um, a koala. 
Oh, I like that. Is koala exotic? Sure. Cool. Native. Yeah. To some people. <laughs> Why not? True. True. Why not? Um, and what about your favourite TV show? Oh, this is really bad that I'm currently re-watching like Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I'm up to date with that. Is that bad as a guy? I don't know. Oh, no, maybe I'll that's watch, maybe amazing. I'll... Yeah, I sit in front of the computer a lot and I just kind of put it on. It's the easiest thing to watch, but also so good. It's very, it's look, so this is probably easy. a really bad moment to say this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're out there and you like it, uh, hit us up, you know, me and uh, we'll have a bit of a chat oh, with you and, wow. uh, you know, debrief about uh, <laughs> oh, Perfect. Good to know. Please don't tell me anything. I don't want any spoilers. Oh, well. Right. Well, I think I gave up Grayson that to be about 10 years ago, but my wife loves it. But that's all right. Um, Carissa, do you want to give us a little bit of info about yourself? You know, who you are, what do you do? Yeah, so I am Kirsten Walsh. I run a business called Hire a Bridesmaid, as you already said. We offer, uh, we offer wedding planning, wedding day coordination, professional MC or master of ceremonies, and I am also an authorised marriage celebrant. Um, and the thing that kind of most people don't realise is it's not just a clever name. We do actually hire out bridesmaids as well. It's not certainly not one of the biggest things that we do, but it is certainly thing that got us a lot of media attention over the past kind of eight years um, is because we do actually, when people need it, we can be a bridesmaid for them as well. That's amazing. There's a few services there. So good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've well, got a couple yeah. hats on. <laughs> well, just to be clear, it's not just me. I have an amazing team. I could not do all of that by myself anymore. I did start the business myself and I did it for like maybe four and a bit years by myself. Um, and then it was pretty clear, as you guys know, it's nice to have help, right? And it's good to have people to talk to about the business. So, yeah, I brought on a team and thank goodness. Amazing. Well, so where did your journey begin, right? Like you said you're a celebrant. Yeah, so it started actually with MCing. So I have actually been MCing professional events for a really long time, like since I was a teenager. And when I left school, I went to uni for a bit. That wasn't for me. I fell into a career in real estate sales. So I was actually in real estate for nearly seven years. And I wasn't loving that anymore. I was like, I hate the long hours and I hated working weekends. And so I was like, why not join the wedding industry where I could work even longer hours and yeah, continue to work it. weekends? <laughs> so <laughs> you, said it, you said it well there. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. It's funny that I always say that to other business owners. It's like, yeah, like I quit working like nine to five for someone else so I could work like nine to nine for myself. So Yeah, I love it. It's, it's like that classic yeah. meme that goes around on Instagram lately and it's like, you know, I left my like yeah, nine to five job and now I work 24-7. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. it's so yes. true, but I remember when I, like, I left my job, yeah, full-time in the business, you know, work my own hours, lifestyle's going to be like on point, up there, awesome, work-life balance, amazing, a couple yeah. months in, yeah, no. No, but yeah. you do it for the love of it. Totally. That's not, like one of my favorite sayings is if you find something that you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. 100%. And I have to say like these days, I'm eight years in now. And like I said, I do have a team and I'm really lucky. I don't actually work 24 seven anymore. Um, the team do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff so that I can actually have a day off. Um, I'm not today. Today is Monday, usually my day off, but hi guys, nice to see you. Um, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So, yeah, so I mean, it's definitely been like, it was a hard slog getting to this point, but I'm so glad that I am because it, it's great to have, like I said, I've said it like 14 times, but having a great team that I can just trust, um, that I know will look after our clients as much as I want to is just, yeah. you know, imperative to me and my business. Yeah, and that's really important. Uh, yeah. And I, we, we've, we've worked with a few of your team, obviously not just you, and it's always like, it's always good because they're all on like, the same page as you which i guess is good for like not only you to hear but you know for like people listening out there that are thinking about maybe you know engaging with you and your services down the track like it's nice to know that like uh you know you've passed on your knowledge and experience to the people that you have working with you and it is good also to know that like even though you are 
you know, like we all are, fairly swamped and uh, there's a lot going on at the moment that um, it's not just you and there's room for more than like, I guess, just like one couple at a time. Yeah, correct. And thank you. That's really good feedback. That's important to get that kind of feedback. Um, I feel like that's the one thing that, yeah, it's hard to get true feedback on yourself. I feel like people are sometimes afraid to say what they really think of you. But certainly with the team, I'm always open with our clients and I say, you know, tell me what we can improve on or tell me what we need to work on. And yeah, it's it's really good. But thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I love the girls. I'm a bit biased. I hired them. So I think they're great. But um, <laughs> it's good to hear it from other people as well. Yeah, amazing. 100%. And that's how you that's how you continue to keep that industry like in your like your I guess your level in the industry like rolling as well. Like that's that's a big part of it. Yeah. If you look at the wedding industry like as a whole, right, like it, it is it is pretty cutthroat. If you're not offering like a good service, like you die off Damn. quite quickly. And like even like with the team, like it adds complexities. You gotta make sure you maintain the quality because it's, it's not just you in the business. But like for mm-hmm. you to get to the stage that you are, I think just shows like how well you have grown and expanded your team to actually provide value in an industry that is very quick to judge. Uh-huh. I completely agree. I think it all is about, it's all about value in the industry. Um, you know, it's not necessarily about um people aren't choosing their main suppliers on price alone anymore. They're not choosing it based on inclusions or location anymore. They're choosing it, uh, their suppliers based on how much value can you give me or the perceived value. Um, and so, yeah, I think it is important that we have a very high standard of customer service. Um, and I think it is really important that that is continued across every aspect of our business, whether that's you and us chatting here now or just walking over to the coffee shop. And so for us, it's really important that when we bring on te- new team members, they do have a similar, you know, upbeat, positive vibe because that is so much who we are as a brand. And it does go a long way when it comes to customer service that on the under- other end of the phone, you're getting someone who is positive and happy and just as excited about your wedding as you are. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I feel like when it comes to planning and coordinating and all that goodness, which we're going to talk about soon, like yeah. having uh, someone on the day with that smile um, just makes everything like that little bit easier. Like I know as well, like even for me and Tim, like we, you know when we work with like different vendors, not you know specifically for like planning and coordinating, but like in general, like if you walk in and everyone's happy and the vibe is legit, uh, it makes such a difference to the overall feel of the day, which, you know, like at the end of the day, you can do the best job in the world behind the scenes, but on the day, if you're not doing a good job, like it's going to potentially harm the experience for the couple. And for the other suppliers, like this is some, I mean, it's good and it's bad, I guess, is that we're going to work with this couple one day, right? But all of the suppliers that you work with, we're going to see them across every other wedding. So, of course, we're going to look after our couple, but we're also going to go out of our way and help our suppliers as well. Because, um, yeah, our relationship with you guys is just as important as it is with making sure the couple have a great day. And, of course, like something, you know, things always go wrong at weddings. But if you can try and mitigate that and just look after people along the way, I think that's like... Yeah, the best thing you can do as a planner coordinator anyway. Well, Matt and I, uh, we're very big on like the pre-production. We're very big on like making sure things are very organized prior to. Like I know like as part of my process, like when a couple books, like I want to get to know them. I want to get to know their story. Like not only does it just like help out when I like create their film and like piece it all together, but allows me to like get to know them so then I can actually like best serve them before the day, even like on the day, like I use a lot of the information they give me prior to actually on the day, because it, it really changes like how I interact with them, like what the vibe is. And like, as Matt was saying, like having like a good attitude and good vibe is super important on the day, like, especially for a video, right? Like there's no, there's no hiding from a video. Like it, it is so easy to see, like it's moving frames, it's sound. So it's very comforting to know like 
when you go to a wedding and it just it just clicks like you just get those weddings where it's planned so incredibly well like the vibes are high like the like the vendors are just all on the same page and by the end of the day it's just like well like <laughs> That was just yeah. amazing. <laughs> Those days where you blink and it's like 11 o'clock, you're like, oh my God, it feels like 5 p.m. I can't believe we're at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I suppose on the on the other side, like Matt, how about how many weddings have we gone to? And it's just like, this could have been done like so much better. And it doesn't necessarily just come down to budget. Like it could come down to skill of a vendor, the experience of a vendor. Like it, could, it really could be anything. There's a million reasons here. But it just goes to show like how important it is to make sure like you're putting together a puzzle, right? Couples are overwhelmed with the process. They're overwhelmed with everything that is happening. And sometimes they do just need some, some guidance. And I think this is where like your services really come in because it, it actually is a little bit different to most. And Matt, how many weddings have you gone to where it has been a planner or coordinator, but it's just perhaps a little bit different to what you would have expected. Yeah, I reckon like it's definitely comes down to the organization, like a hundred percent. And I think this is why, you know, like we got you on because we want to find out a little bit more as to like, I guess, you know, like what you, like what it is that you do and how you get the results that you get. And like, it's not like, you know, like this myth, like this big myth busting around hire a bridesmaid technically, but I feel like, you know, the way that you do things is definitely one of the best ways that we've seen it. And there's definitely the organization is there. So we're keen to find out more. So before we dive into the like inner workings, so to speak of, you know, what you do, like tell us like a little bit more about like what is a planner and then what is the difference between a planner and an on-day coordinator? Let's just start with those two. So what's the difference yeah. between a planner and all that? You heard what I said. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, I do like coffee before 5 p.m. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> I think that's probably, that's probably one of the greatest questions you could ask because it's something that does confuse a lot of people. Um, the biggest difference between a planner and coordinator is when they start their role. So a planner is on from somewhere near the beginning of the wedding planning journey. So whether that's immediately after engagement or a few months in, and the planner helps the couple actually plan the wedding from go to woe. So they might be helping them find suppliers, doing research, um, mm -hmm. taking them dress shopping. Uh, maybe not, not everybody does that, but making recommendations, putting them in touch with other great suppliers that are within their budget, helping them manage the budget. Um, we also create wedding websites for our clients and, you know, helping them manage RSVPs and basically just taking all of the, oh my God, we have no idea what to do or what comes next off their plate and taking that away and managing it for them. So that's the planning side of things um, versus an on-the-day coordinator who usually steps in maybe a couple of months before the wedding and their job is to go over all of the plans for only the day itself and then make sure that everything runs to plan on the day. So a planner and coordinator do sometimes have a crossover in those final months, which is why if you are hiring a wedding planner, it'd be good to have them as your on-the-day coordinator as well. Um, or vice versa, if you're thinking, well, we've got an on-the-day coordinator, I would be contacting them to get you to help with the planning stuff too, um, just simply for the changeover of information. But yeah, that crossover in a couple of months beforehand where what we do, and probably this could be one of our biggest points of difference, is that we go through a super detailed run sheet and timeline for our client's wedding day. Like we start at the beginning of the day, what time are they getting up? What are they eating for breakfast? What time does hair and makeup start? And we go all the way through to the very end of the night, regardless of whether we're still going to be there on the day at that time or not. And who's taking the wishing well home? Who's running? Uh, what do we do with the flowers? Are the guests taking them? Are they going into mum's car? And the point of that is that we take anything and everything that our clients would be possibly thinking about the day. We get it out of their heads. We put it on a bit of paper. 
And then that bit of paper is then shared with all of the suppliers ahead of the day. So quite literally, we are all on the same page. I love that. Amazing. And I feel like um, that is such a classic hire a bridesmaid. Like even if it's not your <laughs> business, but like just in terms of like the bridesmaid aspect, like that's typically, I would say from seeing a lot of bridesmaids run around like with their heads chopped off a little bit uh, throughout the day and, you know, through the evening, like that is their role inverted yeah. commas if you're listening, uh, you know, so to speak, typically as to what you think if you're a bridesmaid, like what you would normally do for the bride is like feed her and all of this stuff, you know, like I sure. didn't actually like, I've never really thought about like that part of like, you know, the morning all the way through to the end. Um, but I love the detail that's there. And I think that's some of that, like maybe going back to what Tim said just before we started talking about what the difference is between a planner and all that. And like my experience is like, that is the difference. Like at the end of the day, if there's not details on a paper, piece of paper, like everyone is kind of semi-guessing <laughs> to yeah. a degree or just assuming this is what's happening next. Um, so like, you know, that is the difference of like having the more detail, the better I say when it comes to like the planning aspect. Um, I have a question. How often do you get asked to go dress shopping with... <laughs> a bride because <laughs> that's pretty uh, cool I, i'm all about that that's not cool. often enough i would yeah. love to go more frequently um that we usually go with our full planning clients if they're based in sydney a lot of our clients actually live overseas but are getting married in australia so we actually work with a lot of couples who would be doing their dress shopping in a different country um but for the ones who are here if they're going full dress shopping and let's say that they don't have a lot of bridesmaids available during the week or they haven't got someone who's going to be a wedding cheerleader like my biggest bit of advice when you go dress shopping, I don't know if you two have ever been, I'm talking specifically dress shopping for someone who'll be wearing a wedding gown, but it's really important that you have cheerleaders for you there on the day. You don't want someone there who's going to nitpick at everything or going to make it about themselves or going to try and talk about their own wedding or, you know, when I, when I got married, this is what I did and when I didn't. So, I mean, for us, that's, again, as I guess one of those things where we are the wedding cheerleader for our clients and their plans. And if our bride or person who's choosing a dress wants to wear something that I personally wouldn't wear, that's not my job to tell them that. My job is to say, how do you feel? I can see it on your face. You love this. This is the one for you. Um, so no, we don't go dress shopping with our clients enough and I'd love to go more. So let me know if anyone wants a, uh, <laughs> anyone wants a, a fake bridesmaid for a day. Uh, that's, that's epic. I love that. That's so cool. How, uh, and I guess going as well, like how often would you, like in a planning aspect and you know like we're talking like how early would you say couples would typically reach out to you like is there a like a standard kind of like yeah what does that look like uh yes and no uh, the beauty of a planning service is that you don't have to have the full thing so you don't have to get engaged and immediately call a wedding planner you can um get into your planning and then go um am i allowed to swear i should have asked that earlier you can swear yeah. um holy crap <laughs> Um, <laughs> Tim's face um, there was like no and I was like please sure. don't please don't um, I saw Tim's face I, 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 swore, Matt... I swore and then before on a, like one of the earlier episodes and Matt's like oh we shouldn't be doing that like because okay. we, now we got to set it also, to like, no, Tim, the, the, the first episode we ever did, Tim's like dropping the F-bombs <laughs> within the first five seconds and I'm like is this the way we're going? <laughs> I guess uh, we've chosen our target market. Uh, um, yeah, explicit. <laughs> I am a swearer. I am a swearer in real life. But uh, let's just say, um, holy crap, um, back to what I was saying about wedding plans, is that some couples get partway through their wedding plan and they go, gee, wizard, it's getting real tough out here. Um, and that's when they'll contact us. So we actually work with a lot of clients once I've already yeah. chosen a date and booked a venue and they found that process quite stressful. And I must admit, I'm, I'm actually getting married myself and um, 
I have never planned my own wedding. So it's been a journey for myself. Um, but wow. even I'm finding the venue planning process quite stressful just simply because I feel like there is so much that they don't come out with straight away that you kind of have to question out of them. And I'm lucky because I know I know what to ask, but I realize that for couples, they don't. So um, we're finding a lot of couples are coming to us sort of, you know, they might have looked at a photographer even, um, and, you know, we've got them locked in, we've got the venue, but we just don't want to do anything else. We're too busy. Um, we're worried we're going to spend a lot of money. Like what, what we do is help them manage your budget and at least give them an idea of what's possible because some clients go, oh, I've only got X amount of dollars and whatever that only amount is, they think is low, but actually it's a lot of money. And so it's us going, oh my God, you can plan a whole wedding and more in that if you want, like anything is possible. So I think like having a wedding planner is, it doesn't really matter at what stage you get us. If you just want someone that's going to tell you what's possible within your budget and within your scope or whatever your vision is of the day, or even just someone to help you clarify your vision. Um, I know I mentioned this to you guys before, and I know you guys talk about it as well, but knowing what your wedding priorities are from super early on is so important in fact i would like argue it is like step one of wedding planning is to enjoy your engagement and step two (laughs) is like know what your wedding priorities are because if you don't know what they are you're very quickly going to be down the rabbit hole of holy god's holy crap gee wizard i've spent (laughs) a lot of money um on things that actually don't need a lot to me yeah yeah it's it's interesting right because it was in one of our first episodes that we you know like we did a couple of ways uh to make your wedding day epic and like one of the first things that we spoke about is like get clear on what your negotiables are and your non-negotiables so you can really get clear on what you value what's aligned with your value and vision and what's not and you can really like kind of like set those boundaries on like where your vision is in line um but it's interesting, right? Like just the couple of weeks ago, I, I had a meeting um, like with a couple and then like they were, their wedding's in about six months and like they haven't really like planned anything. They, they live overseas in Dubai and they're like, oh, we've got the venue, we've got the photographer, like we've got the videographer, but like, like I just, like we're locking in the celebrant, but the timing is off and we're not sure what to do. I'm like, okay, like this is really like red flags here that you like, you need someone mm-hmm. like to help, help, help with that. Like Matt and I get into these positions as well where like couples do need help with their planning, but sometimes it goes quite in depth that it's not just the timing, it's like it's everything else. And I think that's really where you need to I understand a planner would have a lot of value like in this instance. So what do you think like uh, some, you know, maybe not red flags, but what do you think would be some things that you should be aware of and that's maybe you're not doing but it's actually time to start looking at a, a planner. Oh, well, I think if you're six months out living in Dubai <laughs> and only like just getting into the planning now, it's probably the time to don't stress, just call the wedding planner. Um, <laughs> but I think if, if you as a couple, I don't think there's any like perfect stage of planning. And I guess it's not just us. All wedding planners offer like very small planning packages to help people that just need that last minute, like you're doing great you're killing it, keep going type situation. Or, hey, I see you've done this. We've still got to do these. Let's get it sorted. So I don't think there's any like perfect stage. In terms of red flags, I think if you are really stressed out, if it's causing arguments, if you're worried financially about, well, we haven't booked these things and we're not sure how we're going to afford them. Um, If you're just feeling that like huge sense of overwhelm. And um, this is one of like the hardest things to talk about, I think, is that when you say you're getting married, every man and his dog has an opinion on what your wedding should be and what you should do with your wedding. And it's so funny as again as a wedding planner getting engaged myself, 
people are like trying to tell me what I should do. Are like, oh, you should do this, or you should do this, or you could do this, and that. But I think I've got the like the ideas thing under control. But thank you, like, I'm very grateful. <laughs> so this is a, for yeah, their input. This is an interesting but, aspect to it because, like, you're on both sides now. Like, you're planning your own wedding, yeah, but you're weird. also like very, very like top dog in the industry for like wedding planners. So, I, <laughs> yeah, this is cool. Are you funny, get yeah. a planner? Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> we, we can recommend someone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not me. <laughs> no, um, I keep joking. We're actually in the process of hiring a new team member and I keep joking that we're going to make them plan my wedding. It's like a test, but I wouldn't. No, I Pressure. actually am working with a wedding planner. It is one of the girls on my team. But for me to have the separation between it being my wedding and being my job, I think yeah. I needed to kind of outsource that. But the even funnier thing is, and again, I think this is part of the reason why, if I may just have a little humble brag moment, why I am so good at what I do and why I was able to invent like a whole new way of planning weddings is because I think a lot of people get into the industry after their own weddings or after they've been to a whole bunch of friends' weddings and they kind of do it based on what they did or what they think they would have done or what they would have done differently. Whereas for me, I came in from a completely external perspective and was able to kind of see across all the different supplier categories, across all the different venues that we worked at and kind of come up with a way that works kind of like a one-stop shop for everybody, like a one method. Um, and of course, you know, there'll be variations to that, but a one way of planning that suits nearly everybody in every aspect of wedding planning. Um, and I do think the reason I was able to do that is because I haven't ever planned my own wedding and I've never been one to go, oh, well, this is what I'm doing at my wedding and this is what I would do if it were me never about that it's about well let me look at your situation let me look at what your priorities are okay well these are the options that are available to you and this is what i think you should do that would suit you best yeah 100 percent. yeah kind of got away from the red flag question but we got there no it's i i feel like everything you're saying is so good so if i let's just say typically if i was a a, a like a couple that was coming and looking for a like planner let's just say from day <laughs> one or you know early on whichever stage um, what is your like? Do you have a process that you would like? I guess uh, go through with them that like helps understand what they want and like maybe go through some of those like red flags or the maybe not the red flags, but you know like I guess just some of the stuff that there is really important to them and then not so important. And like, how do you get into that with them? Exactly what you said, Matt. We have a conversation with them, so it starts with an initial kind of like discovery call. And the point of that is not only for us to see, you know, for them to see if they want to work with us, but it's for us to be able to see, actually, can we help you? And is what we offer going to be of value to you? Because I'm very upfront with people. And if I don't think that we have the service available to help them, I'll tell them and I'll point them in the right direction. Um, it doesn't happen often, but if somebody comes to us and they have, you know, these are the things we're looking for, we can go, yep, can totally help you. So what we're going to do is start with the, a an initial planning meeting. And that's where we go through and we have like a whole bunch of questions. Um, there's a, a list of them. It never feels like an interrogation though. It's more like a conversation to just try and work out from them what are their priorities. We have like a workbook and things as well, but what are their priorities? What's important to them? What do they want out of the day? You know, when you close your eyes, what do you picture at your ceremony? And some people immediately go a church and you go, great. Well, there you go. That there is down the search. Or some people go, oh, I picture a female marrying us and you're like right well it's not a priest you know what I mean so maybe it isn't a church maybe it's a non-denominational church or something like that so we just ask the right questions and make really detailed notes that allows us to at least help them get the planning started 
um, particularly if they haven't booked a venue and they want to get married in the next kind of 12 months or so, that's always our first call of call is, all right, well, what do we need to do to find them a place to get married so that we can put all the other pieces in place? Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. If you compare, like, I suppose, like Australian culture to like an American culture, like American weddings, like, like if we talk about like a wedding hierarchy, right? Like the planner is the top dog. Like the planner is on the top. Like if you want <laughs> to get anywhere, you go straight to the planner. And like, I feel like with American weddings, like the sole focus, like really on the planner is to like provide such like a value-based like ladder to get to their wedding because they help out in, like, in almost all, in all areas. Like I think we, in Australia, like we have this like culture of, oh yeah, we'll, we'll do it ourselves. Like that'll be fine. Like we'll do it ourselves. We got this. We got and this. She'll be right, mate. <laughs> like, yeah. Like we, we can all, like we can all talk from experience. Like, yeah, sometimes that like may work. And if your personality kind of suits that and if you have the skills to, um, you know, like plan your own wedding, then yeah, like go for it. But And the time. Ex- exactly. Yep. But like. The value in a planner, I think, can be misrepresented sometimes and a little bit misunderstood. Um, and like these are the things that we really want to like nail, like to like to those like listening right now, is like how valuable a planner can be. I think as a common a common misconception about wedding planners as well is that they're really expensive. Um, and like the first thing people say is, "Oh no, we can't afford a wedding planner." Well, what does a wedding planner cost? Or we don't know. Well, how do you know you can't afford it? And kind of one of the beauties, I think, and I'm sure I speak for any wedding planner out there, is like, yes, my fee might be X amount of dollars for what you want. Um, but if I can save you three times that based on my experience, advice, and knowing what your budget is and helping you stick to that, isn't that kind of worth it? And I think that's kind of where we're underestimated. Back to the America thing. Um, I've actually worked with a few American clients on their American weddings and I've been over there for American weddings and they are completely different. And the top dog is like a funny way of saying it, but you really, I became the top dog over there because everybody kind of, they all come to you. They actually don't want to talk to the couple. And that all starts with wedding venues. Wedding venues refuse to work directly with couples in the States. You must have a wedding planner or you must have an on-the-day coordination person. And like you said, we don't have that here. I actually think that would be super valuable, not just for venues, but also for all of the other team involved in it. And I'm not just saying that because it's my business and I want more business. Of course I do, but it's not about that. I I just know the value to a couple of knowing that whatever they're thinking about their wedding, they can just pick up their phone or send an email and someone else handles it for them. Like talk about amazing stress-free <laughs> vibes for your wedding. Like just chill, enjoy the day. And that's probably the, the next point from that is that if, if you do plan your wedding, if you've got the skills, the time, the money, and you know what you're doing, awesome. Like kudos to you, but you cannot be the person managing on the wedding day. And I really don't think your bridesmaids and groomsmen or wedding party should be doing it or your family. <laughs> so if you can at that point engage some, so- yeah, you're laughing because it's true, right? <laughs> it's, it happens all the time. I, I I think the I think what I like at the moment like every, there's so many things going to my head like it literally hurts but like um, <laughs> but I think like at the moment like for me I'm definitely seeing a lot more people gravitating towards planners and especially on day coordinators but planning in general like I would say even recently I've had a lot of people reach out to me uh, and when I mean people I mean like planners reaching out to me on behalf of couples which is great I love that oh that's um, awesome it's a weird it's a little bit of a weird world for me as well because I'm like how does this work when it comes to like some aspects that I normally would deal with the couple with, but also I think it's great too. Um, the other thing that I just, yeah, like my brain is like just ticking over and I'm like, there's so many things I want to say is like, uh, when it comes to the planning aspect, like I feel like forever, 
for as long as I can remember in Australia, shooting weddings and stuff, it's always been like, oh, go and ask a photographer about your timeline. Go and ask a photographer at the best time to do your ceremony, you know? And like, to be honest, I'm getting sick of being thrown under the bus 24, seven, seven days a week about that. I'm so mm-hmm. fine to have the conversation with my couples about it, um, you know, but there is definitely times where I've had meetings with couples um, and like, it's a month before their wedding, they send me back their booking form and their booking form is empty when it comes to the timeline. And they're like, oh, like we were just waiting for today to talk to you about all of that. And I'm like, <laughs> I do hear I, that. Do I send you a bill so for this? Awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think what Matt, you and I spoke about this on the phone, um, a couple of weeks ago too, but it does often fall back on the photographer because you guys are the ones that typically are like dependent on daylight. So they just assume that you'll have an idea of timeline. But really, and this is by no offense to you at all, but a photographer's timeline is going to be what actually suits photography best. It isn't yeah, necessarily- Yeah, selfish photographers. <laughs> well, no, not at all. It would be the same if you went, oh, don't start me on photographers. No, um, it would be the same if you only went off what the venue timeline, what their sample was, yeah, or if you yeah. just went off what your celebrant said. None of that actually has anything to do with you and your priorities for the day. It has to do with them and what they need. And that's totally okay. Like go to your photographer if you want. Be prepared that I actually know a lot of photographers who are charging an extra fee if you come to them without a timeline and expect them to do it. Just their little tidbit for you. Um, but I'm adding yeah, it in. Be, seconds. <laughs> add it on. Um, or here's, here's how a bridesmaid's number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think having someone that can can take all of the supplies that you're working with, work out what your priorities are. Like if you want to be on the dance wall by 8.30 p.m., the venue isn't going to make that happen. The venue wants to take forever to serve the food or the caterer, I should say. They want to spread that out because it works better for them. But we know that they only need X amount of time between certain courses because we've worked with them before. Yeah. So if we can make that happen for you and make sure that you get out for sunset time so the photographer gets his shots and, you know, he wants a minimum or he or she wants, um, they want a minimum one hour for portrait time. Great. We'll make that happen as well, but we'll also get you back in time to have some canapes and mingle with the yeah. guests too. So I think, yeah, rely on your photographer if, if, if your, if your photographer's okay with that, but also know that there is another option and that is um, on the day coordination service, someone that will help you come up with a whole timeline for the day. And like Matt and I are laughing about this because we, we do get put into this position, but like, yes, we can give advice on it, but as you said, like it's almost timelines that suit us. So it would be a disservice to the couple and we're what we're all about making sure a wedding is, you know, like suited to you. It's aligned with your values and your vision and we want like your yeah. wedding to be personalized for you. So like we, like for me, like I love to ask a bit of questions to get to know who they are and what they do. And you know, those little traits that just make them, them. So like, if they love to surf, you know, like what's up in the morning, do you guys want to go like go for a surf? Oh. Like, we'll, like we'll capture that. But like, by us giving advice on certain aspects of like the timeline, it really is a disservice like to the couple because it's, it's not like, it's not them. It's like, it's our input. That's like making these decisions when what we want is them to be able to like understand that it's their day and like we want them to make the decisions that are going to be best for them because at the end of it, it's their wedding and the, yeah, the more, um, I think like the more personalized their wedding is like the more epic it's going to be. And like, that's, that's the whole reason like we started this because we wanted this conversation that like you can make your wedding epic. You can make it like (laughs) super, like super, super fun and personalized, but like a little bit of planning just and thought needs to be put in place to make sure that it's exactly what you want. Um, and you know, Matt, how many, how many times, like 
it's happened quite uh, quite a fair bit where couples, maybe brides especially, maybe stress about certain aspects that <laughs> you know, like it doesn't like it doesn't matter. But what it what does happen, the result of that is it kills a vibe. Like it kills like a, a moment in time. On a day you're not going to get that time back. Like it's yeah. and it's it's sad to see. A part of the like for me as well is like, and maybe like it's too late by the time they come to me as well. Like you know, and ask for my two cents about their like day and i'm usually like trying to find out questions really fast like the process that like you girls do is like crazy and you're spending months doing it and then all of a sudden they have a 40 minute conversation with me and we have to do their whole timeline with them and like that's because every other vendor has passed the buck until it hits me and i typically would try and have a conversation you know between four to six weeks prior to your wedding but by then it's too late um and really like they i guess the couple comes to me and they go oh we ex- like they're expecting me to want them to do something because I'm a photographer and it's none of that. And this is like, me and Tim have spoken about this and we're going to probably have our own <laughs> podcast episode just on this, but I'm really, and I'm just going to touch it, bring it up now because I, because I want to, and I'm quietly, I'm angry, but not angry. That's a lie, but I'm passionate. I'm passionate about this part of it is that like, you know, we all like all couples out there and you're probably finding the same thing, I guess, like couples come and apologize to us for the way that they would like to do something. You know, and it shouldn't be an apology-based system. Like, I, I've literally said to people in the past, I have, like, recently I've had a bride. She kept saying sorry to me all day. And I called her up and I was like, Uh-oh. hey, if you keep saying sorry to me, I'm going to have to, like, headbutt you. <laughs> because, like, I really want you to stop and I want you to enjoy your day. And don't worry about me because I'm here to make sure your day is amazing. I'm not here to, like, do it the way that Matt Ashton wants to do it. I'm here to do it the way that you guys want to do it. So if you don't want to do prep, don't bloody do prep. I don't care if I don't capture the prep in the nicest way possible if you don't want to do it. And I just like, yeah. that's my little two cents. But I think that like, if you're coming to me and you're like, it's six weeks before your wedding and you have no clue about a timeline, I'm happy to help you. But it does mean that like, it's a very rushed process and it's probably not going to be ideal. So go and talk to Yeah, we, we're <laughs> going to set an automated email sequence now for when this happens. And it's just going to go yeah. straight, straight to Kirst. <laughs> I might like timestamp the, ti- the blog. I might We might make a blog and I'll just like send them straight to that and be like, go and listen to this aspect of this podcast episode between minutes 31 and 33 and uh we'll get it done <laughs> perfect uh, yeah tick that box i've got a question i've got a question tim's about to say something but i i want to go back a little bit uh here because we've spoken all about like planning and we've spoken all about like on-day coordination and i feel like another like misconception maybe or another unknown factor in the like wedding industry is like what's the difference between a planner and then also what's the difference between a stylist and on-day coordinator they're like triple threat so to speak yes um there are actually lots of differences but you will find that a lot of planners will be stylists as well or they'll be stylists and planners or they'll be floral designers stylists and planners in whatever order that (laughs) their actual specialty is and not um, confusing at all it's funny you not confusing at all no um, and it's funny that you say this because I was actually talking to a, a floral designer stylist friend of mine yesterday and she has completely stopped planning weddings because on top of the all the styling and the florals and the early starts of the market to things, it was just too much to manage the rest of the planning. But I think um, there are lots of people that do all three. A floral designer is flowers. Sometimes a floral designer also does candles and small decorations. A stylist is for anything else that isn't flower decorations or someone that can make the tables and walls and ceilings look fantastic. So they're like the creative visual aspect side of things. 
Whereas a planner is the, the person who manages the people behind all of the tasks. I think that's the easiest way to, to explain it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Matt, you might as well. We've lost you, Matt. Matt. I was getting so passionate about I that. I said the arms I, uh, going. I'm like, oh, this could be like, good. I was like, I'm flicking my arms around. I'm having a good time. And then uh, and then you guys are like, T uh, Tim was talking over the top of me. I was like, geez, that's rude of you. Anyway, soz. Uh, <laughs> I was just talking and no one was listening because I had myself on mute. Classic rookie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what I was saying was, um, is the couples like, oh, do you guys offer that? Like as a stylist like, package or do you just do the planning coordination and then all your other little bits and pieces you do of emceeing and, you know, all that yeah. goodness. But as a hire bridesmaid and like if like one of the girls comes uh, and does the, like does the day for you, uh, you know, like do they just do planning on day coordination? And what does the on day yeah. coordination cover if you don't do the styling? Ooh, yeah, good question. We um, intentionally, I made a, a decision very early on in the business to only do the people aspect. So I, I have no desire to have a warehouse full of bits and pieces that people can hire. I know so many great stylists and floral designers that do an amazing job um, and that's what they do. That's their specialty. For us, we kind of step in in that planning role, like I said before, but more of an on-the-day on the coordination aspect. We're the ones that set those things up if our couple decide to dry hire or DIY. So let's say they've gone to a stylist and they've hired a bunch of different items, but they obviously can't set them up on the day. That's where we come in. How do you want it set? Great. We'll make it happen. And we'll work with the floral designer to do so. Um, same goes with the other way around. Some clients, um, and please don't do this if you're thinking about it. I'm just going to like one bit of advice. Do not do your own wedding flowers. Unless you're a florist, it's so stressful. But some of our, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here doing the big, like, no, There's no, that red flag. flag. I just got sweaty red thinking flag. about it. Um, it. It's a red flag. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that the people that choose to do it have the skills and the eye for detail. And they really do genuinely believe it's going to save them a lot of money. It doesn't, though. What it costs you in time and stress levels on the day before or the days leading up to and the day of your wedding, it's just, it's not worth it. But if they did decide to do that, or if we had a florist client who whose parents were doing the flowers or whatever, we then set them up for them. So in terms of what we do on the day, it's pretty much like in a nutshell, anything and everything that you, the couple, um, or your friends and family would do, we take that off your shoulders and we manage it all for you. Amazing. There's been so much value in this. Yeah. I get Thank this you. is yeah, it's <laughs> so helpful. My as I said, my brain is just ticking over so many times. But I love that uh like, you know, like and I guess that you would probably do it uh early on is like set that expectation. And I think for like a lot of like when it comes to planning and on day coordination and I had it at my wedding back in the you know, a couple of years ago as well, like um, is that like, I was struggling as a couple, like me and my wife, we were struggling to understand what the role was and the expectations of like a planner and a stylist or a, you know, like, and all the different facets of the day. Like what is like, how do you, I guess for you guys, how did you, or how do you set that expectation as to what is something that you you and your girls would do versus like something that you're not like you, I guess they would expect you to do, but you're not doing. How do you kind of like, do you do that early on in a sense? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're. There's so much crossover. It's never a surprise to us when someone asks us, oh, are you able to do X, Y, Z? Um, and if it's not something that we do. There is very little in terms of like on-the-day management that we don't do. Um, probably one of the biggest ones is like we're not electricians, so please don't ask us to install 1,700 metres of fairy lights. Um, yep. But in terms of other things, like, yeah, anything that you would expect one person or two people to do, we can manage for you. 
a lot of the time where we get a, we get in a bit of a pickle in terms of that, and this is probably a business perspective, is we set the expectations early on, then time disappears and they come back to us and there's this ex- expectation that we might be doing so much more for them. And it is a tricky distinguishment between, um, distinguishment, that's not a word, but um, distinguishing between the planning aspects of things and the on-the-day coordination. If you've only booked an on-the-day coordination package, we can't also then go out and help you find all the suppliers for your wedding. That's just not within our scope. But if you ask us to plan and do the on-the-day coordination, it kind of is included. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's said, like you said, it's setting expectations early on. All of our clients, and this is another bit of advice for couples out there, doesn't matter who you're booking or what you're booking, there has to be a contract. You have to have something in writing and you must have um, payment terms, cancellation terms, everything in writing. Um, in this day and age, particularly after COVID, where all of the suppliers that I know who didn't have contracts lost their marbles and made them, I don't think you should be booking <laughs> anybody that doesn't have a contract. And I really hope you two have them. Yeah, 100%. What's a, what's a, con- oh, what's cool. a contract? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm literally have contracts. <laughs> I'm literally yeah. updating my T's don't. and C's as we speak with a like with a lawyer, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, I had a chat with her this morning, and she's getting some stuff sorted Great. for me. So yeah, like, and that, I think that's the thing is like you know we have to stay up to date with a lot of that stuff too. And it's not only like you know we're not saying that to be dicks about it. You know, like we're saying it because it doesn't only protect us; it protects you too. Do you know what I mean? And then therefore Don't you help. have something to like fall back on in cases of stitch ups. <laughs> Let's just leave that's it. That's right. You know? um, and it's that's not, what it's, I say. Just set the. Sorry, man. Um, no, you go. It just it sets the expectation early on. Yeah. And that's why I don't think in this day and age you should, well, you shouldn't anyway, but you should not be booking anybody that doesn't have a contract. Um, because like you said, it protects you guys as well as them. Or they send yeah. you a contract and you've got to print it out, sign it and send it back to them. <laughs> like even if, if, oh, if no one has online <laughs> contracts these days. But... <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, it's, Love uh, an e-signature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. Well, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that we've gone through um, where, you know, I think we've we've really covered a lot. There's a lot that we still want to cover. We're, we're going to have to get you back on, Kirsten, because there's one. Yeah, 100%. Oh, no. What a shame. I would hate that. Maybe, maybe in another <laughs> Monday oh, on your day off. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Count me in. Yeah. Why not a Saturday? I'll be at a wedding. I'll talk to you on the oh, day. Oh, lovely. Done. Yeah, Love yeah. Maybe. Oh, well, we are working together in a few weeks, so maybe we should just mark ourselves up and we'll do, we'll, do, we'll do running commentary. How about that? <laughs> I would love that. Their wedding's going to be fun. I I want to touch on something that, uh, that, you know, like I think is amazing and I think it's going to be really helpful for couples because uh, recently you have brought out a new product. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, product. New service. Let's call it that. Um, Service. Yes, service, product, all of the above. But it's something that I think um, is quite uh, fresh and something that's like the industry needs because A, uh, it stops throwing us photographers, videographers under the bus. Uh, B, it's also like, you know, when we're talking about like budgets and things like that, like it does, um, I guess, help people that are maybe struggling with budgets and things like that because I don't have to spend X amount of money. Um, so tell us what this thing is that you have brought out. It's called the Hire a Bridesmaid Method. And I love the name. It's amazing. But tell us what this method is. Thanks. Yeah, um, I'm actually really excited about it too, just because I think it opens up um, having a wedding planner to so many more people. Um, it brings the opportunity for people to have a wedding planner. And it's something I've actually been, like in all honesty, been working on for years, but I'm very glad it didn't come out a couple of years ago when I was first ready to launch because I have learned so much more over the past two years since that started. But basically the Hire a Bridesmaid method is my way that I invented to plan weddings um, through trial and error, 
um, through real couples weddings and still I'm learning new things every single day. Um, but it's a step-by-step process that helps couples plan their wedding from the second they get engaged um, through budget management, timeline management, finding suppliers, booking a venue, anything you can think of, you know, thinking about from a guest experience perspective and what you need to do in terms of booking accommodation and things all the way through to the wedding day and then what you should be doing after you get married. Um, and the point, like I said, was not just because I want to help so many more people, but it was to make our wedding planning service uh, more accessible to people that, like you said, that may not have it within their budget. Because one of the biggest things, and I mentioned it earlier, is that people assume wedding planners are expensive. Um, and yes, we need to get paid for what we do. And we work super hard and we work really long hours and we talk to lots of people, but you're also paying for a loss experience, not just time. Um, so this is a method that like I said, I invented that I've brought out so that people don't have to pay for a wedding planner to do it. You basically get me on video like we are here, although this is sound, but I'm on video with you guys, um, <laughs> explaining what to do, my advice. Um, I'll be updating those whenever something changes in the industry as well, um, just so that people are getting up to date on the pulse information about how to plan their wedding. And it's literally step by step. It's like step one, start here. Step two, go here. Step three, go here. Um, and with that comes all of our checklists, all of our templates we've got like a super comprehensive wedding planning spreadsheet that we um use with all of our planning clients that again is updated nearly weekly because i can't help myself um so all of that stuff we're just trying to help as many people as possible plan wedding the easy way that's amazing i and, love it yeah. and like from a vendor perspective like we like we understand the value that this has and this is what we want to make like clear to like all of those listening perhaps you are an engaged couple and you're really like not sure, like, you know, do I get a planner? Do I not get a planner? Like we can tell you from experience, like how much the experience like of a wedding and the vibe of the wedding is elevated by having a plan in place and having a planner that is behind, like that is behind your back and is in your corner to help make you make these decisions for you. And this is such a like cost effective way too, which I love as well. Like, and and we know like not everybody's like the person that needs somebody specifically. And by the sounds of it, like that you don't have to necessarily do it from like A to B, but you, they, like if they're struggling for some aspects of it, they can go through and just pick out those few yep. aspects as well. Um, I am all about it. And I love, uh, I love the name too, the higher bridesmaid <laughs> method. It's such, it's Thank so good. You. Like it's, you've nailed that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I am excited to see where this goes because it's like, it literally got launched like a, not even a week ago, like over yeah. the weekend or something Six days like ago. Yeah. yeah crazy yeah. Well, it's uh it's epic well maybe do you want to do you want to tell the audience like where where can we find you you can find uh the method is just www.thehireabridesmaidmethod.com and our website is just hireabridesmaid.com.au so you can just google hire a bridesmaid and you'll probably see my face sorry in advance hope i'm smiling <laughs> you're always smiley what are you talking about oh, i am yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's been so good to uh to chat to you and like uh so far like on our socials whenever we've been putting like questions up and stuff like um and we're like oh like who do you want to get on there's been so many people being like planners get a hire a bridesmaid on do this it's which is um, amazing yeah. um you know giving you a little uh bigger head you might not be able to like walk out the door after this but you know <laughs> yeah, um, no, i might no, be able to so, get out of the ferrari <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Did you see my new Ferrari? It's amazing. Wow. Vroom, vroom. It's red. So it goes faster. That's what the sales oh. guy told me anyway. Yeah. So. Classic. Yeah. I love it. But it's, it's so, it's been so good to get you on. And I, before we, before we go and like, this is the last thing I want to ask you is like, do you have like, if you know, we're like, 
we have couples that listen, right? And if you're at the pointy end or you're at the very start, no matter where you are in your journey of planning, do you have any like golden nuggets or like a myth or some of like that that will help, uh, I guess, like really uh, drive home the fact of maybe it's not that like, the planning of getting the girls helping you maybe it's just your method that might be handy or maybe it's another planner in general but is there any myths or helpful information you can give out there loaded question Ooh, this is huge this yeah. is massive <laughs> we, we could do this as a whole you podcast said to finish. we can do this yeah. as a yeah, whole yeah, yeah. podcast <laughs> uh, i know Stitch i mean up. i'm so much advice i mean i think we all do and it goes to like being on the ground at weddings every weekend like we just see so much and it'd be great to get to people beforehand to help them to you know to stop that happening um, I think like my biggest bit of advice for anybody if they're at the pointy end, like you said, Matt, coming up to the wedding is to like remember that the day is supposed to be fun and relaxed. And yeah. I get that it's also stressful. I get it's cost you a lot of money. I know that it's uh, there's a lot going on on this day, but you don't get to do it again. So if you can take moments throughout the day to just like take one deep breath and try and be present as best you can, even schedule some time in that run sheet for you two to be alone, and just like have a drink of something together somewhere. I think that is like 10 out of 10, like would do at any wedding. Um, I think that will be the difference between you letting the day disappear and oh my God, you blinked and it's over. It'll still do that. But I think taking those slow moments will 100% just keep you remembering what the day's about. It's about you two finally getting to be married and spending the rest of your lives together. Love it. So good. I have absolutely loved having a chat with you today and yeah, I, as I said, we're going to have to get you back on because there's so much more that we want to dive into and you cannot smash this out in a little podcast episode. <laughs> so uh, just be prepared. We'll, uh, we'll be, me and t- I feel like I've been writing notes throughout this whole like podcast episode of stuff that I'm like, we need to talk about this and we need to do this and we need to do that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, watch cool. this space. I'm sure you'll be back on uh, some point in the near future. Uh, but yeah, we uh, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and uh, make sure you go and check out um, the ladies at Hire Bridesmaid, they are all amazing at what they do. Not just the boss lady herself, but uh, you know all the other girls. I've definitely worked with a few of them, uh, specifically recently. Some sweaty ladies running around having to carry furniture <laughs> and do all that goodness this summer, which has oh. been awesome. Um, you know, um, I love it to see you killing it at what you do. And uh, yeah, this method is going to be amazing for all couples out there. So uh, yeah, make sure you check it out. Um, but yeah, Tim, anything? Any last Thank words, you. mate? You got? There was, Look at you thinking there over was, there, mate. Yeah, no, there was a ton of golden <laughs> nuggets in there. Like I'm trying to think, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to put this into a reel. We're gonna have to do all this, but no, I think there's a lot of value if you're an engaged couple, 100. And even if you're a wedding vendor, um, and you know, like you've been in the industry a while, but you like there's still like these inclinations where you're not sure exactly like where does you know like a planner to a coordinator to a stylist like like where are the boundaries? I know it's like it's not quite black black and white. But um, yeah, I hope this provided a lot of value and I think we need it. Yeah, we definitely need to get back on to hit some, uh, <laughs> hit some of these topics because we can dive so much deeper. <laughs> Done. Sounds perfect. Well, perfect. Thank, thank you, you guys for coming so on. much. All right. Such a good time. All right. We will speak to you soon. You all take care. And as always, uh, leave us a review if you liked to, yeah, liked what you heard today. Check out our socials for more and uh, yeah, go check out uh, what is happening over at Hire Bridesmaid at the moment because they are always updating their goodness and uh, see that pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team, thank you so much. Bye. And we'll speak soon. Ciao. Bye.